Iowa everywhere. From the Channel Seed Studios. Channel Seed Studios. Welcome to The Hook. A look behind the lines with Mike Palm and Ken Miller. Powered by Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. And hello again, everyone, and welcome to a late week installment of The Hook. That's Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at Circa Sports. My name is Ken Miller. Uh, along with Trent Cotton, I talk sports on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO every Monday through Friday from 11 until 1. It is the first Saturday in May. Uh, today being Friday, Kentucky Oaks has just been run, pretty mischievous, 10 to 1. Uh, got the Lilies. They'll run for the Roses tomorrow, but the Phillies run for the Lilies uh, in uh, at Churchill Downs. Um, so we'll get into that. We'll get into Kentucky Derby tomorrow with Mike Palm. We'll take a look at Major League Baseball and the winter sports move on. NHL, which I have no clue about, uh, and the NBA uh, as well. Little MLB tossed in. Circa Survivor, Circa Millions. The tease is out. We'll show you that tease at the end of the program. But let's head to Las Vegas. And how are you, Mike Palm? I'm good, Ken. Can't wait for you and Trent to be, get out here in a couple of days and spend some time with you. The weather's been Cool. You guys will be here Monday night for the uh, big watch party at Stadium Swim for Game Three of the uh, Oilers Knights. How many people do you expect? Five hundred? Oh, we got. Well, we did Game Four from Winnipeg, and I think we were just short of twenty-five hundred people. Oh my! So oh, it'll yes. be packed. I mean, this is the next round for crying out loud. And this is Edmonton and McDavid and Drysaddle. Yep. Well, let's start with the hockey before we get into the Derby, Mike. Uh, as you know, I love to bet futures, and I thought I had the Stanley Cup surrounded. Uh, this is the worst I've ever done when betting futures. I'm down to Carolina. I've got a little bit on Edmonton and the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I don't like the Leafs' chances of winning four out of the next five. Um, I know your Boston ticket went by the wayside, but you told us about that Dallas Stars ticket way back. I didn't uh, I didn't buy in. I didn't follow you there, uh, but you were on to something. The Stars team's legit. Kenny, I lost you after I don't like the Leafs' chances. Yeah, we're, we're we're seven storms here in Iowa, so I'll, I'll just I'll just repeat it. Um, um, yeah, I don't like the Leafs' chances. You had a big ticket on the Bruins, but you also have a decent ticket on the Dallas Stars. You tried to convince me to go with you on the Stars, but I wasn't about to go down that path. I sure wish I would have. Yeah, I think we missed Florida here. We if not having a future on them, we should have played them in the series. I, I got out a little bit with them in the third period when they were down one. I couldn't really in game become early because they got up to a two nothing lead and then they were stuck. Uh, but when Boston took the lead back, I was able to, you know, get my ticket price plus a little more back on that. But so disappointing because I thought we would get Boston and Dallas in the final four. And then, you know, I could pick really pick my price, how much I wanted to profit out of it. It certainly would have been five figures, but uh, it's strange. Um, you know, I have a little bit on Carolina at nine to one. I, you know, maybe they win it. I don't love it. I didn't ever pull the trigger with Edmonton. Um, so I think Dallas beat Seattle. I'm really not concerned. I know they lost game one. If they play that game a thousand times, Dallas wins 650 of them or more. Uh, when's mm-hmm. you're going to give up three goals in 52 seconds again? I think yeah. Dallas is okay. And I think if Dallas plays the Knights, they'll be okay. Um, because I don't think the Knights can score on Dallas. I think they'll hold the Knights to two goals or less in the majority of the games. 
Edmonton presents more problems, especially with the power play. Um, but so I'm, I'm still alive, uh, but disappointed that, that Boston isn't there because, you know, that was a, a big, a big ticket monetarily. Uh, it's hard. I'm not betting individual games. It's I'm, I'm an under better. I can't bet unders. I mean, it's a parade to the penalty box. So it's just watching it and enjoying hockey, but really not being able to take advantage of it from a betting perspective. You know, you guys hung an interesting prop when it comes to the NHL. I think it was early in the week before the second round of the playoffs, American teams versus the Canadian teams. Of course, Edmonton thought a lot of folks thought that they could come out of the West. Toronto was at the, after Boston got knocked out, the favorite to come out of the East. What kind of action did you see on that prop? Mike, do you have any idea? Yeah, we took a little bit Canadian, um, and I think it was a way to hedge the Knights for people that had the Knights. Oh. Uh, not, nothing significant. I think it might have got to five figures in the wagering, but nothing significant. But it, I know it favored the Canadian teams, and I thought it was probably because of Edmonton. You know, I've been in Las Vegas when the Knights have had a regular season game and there's and on the road. I mean, I've been to regular season games uh, at T-Mobile, but what's the playoffs like and what will it be like at Stadium Swim on Monday night or all across all across the footprint on the strip, etc.? Will every place get banged out for these events, Mike? Yeah, everybody comes out. All the local people come out since they obviously won't be in Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, and it's not like a drive to L.A. or Phoenix to, to watch them against the, the Kings or the Ducks or the Coyotes, right? It's you know, you're, and and probably almost impossible to get a ticket there anyhow. You know, they like at T-Mobile, you can't wear the other team's colors. You know, they they In don't like any you part of your, the arena. No, no, no part of the well, no, no anywhere in the in the in the the lower bowl where it might get caught gotcha. on camera. Right. Um, and they don't let you sell your your tickets either. They don't let you sell your tickets uh, to season ticket holders to people from the uh, municipalities that you're playing. So they try to protect the home ice, but it's really rabid. I mean, when I said we did the game four against Winnipeg, I think it was the fourth time garage Mahal ever got full. And because there's so many locals driving their cars down, right? So sure. it actually got full on that Monday night and we expect it to be full again uh, when you're out here in a few days. Well, looking forward to it. Looking forward to participating in it. And I, there, look, there's no better time zone, in my opinion, for watching sports than the Pacific time zone. It, it's just ideal, right? Saturday morning kicks off, kick off at nine o'clock in the morning for crying out loud. Well, the year I lived in Atlantic City was just brutal. I mean, and that's when the Cubs were. That's 2003. That's when the Cubs were. You know, that was the the, the Bartman and all that when they yep. had you know three yep. one on the Marlins. Yeah, I mean, you're waiting. You're waiting till till 1 p.m. for the NFL. To, I mean, it's just insane. And then, you know, I worked a swing shift where here everything's over, but the night game there, I mean, the afternoon games aren't even over. Well, you got to get ready for work at halftime of the afternoon. So that's insanity. I mean, you're wasting so much time on the front end, and then the West yeah. Coast games are starting at 1030 at night. It's, it's, I think it's awful. I do, too. One of the reasons I'm looking forward to becoming a resident in the Pacific time zone. Uh, so let's real quick on the NBA. Golden State and the Lakers have to be the most popular series as far as uh, handle, correct? By a long shot or no? Uh, yeah, it's if you add the other three series together, it's only a little bit more than what they're doing on the on the Lakers and Golden State. And there's some action on uh, on um, the Denver Phoenix. Phoenix. Denver? It's yeah. the second. It's the second one. Uh, not a ton on uh, Knicks Miami. A little bit. There's a little bit of Boston love um, in the in the Sixer one. But uh, no, this is. And you know, I talk about 2,500 people coming out for the Knights game. 
you know, they will go head to head with the Lakers and Golden State on Saturday and Monday because the NHL stretched out this schedule. I don't like it one game a day. I just go to every day, every other day. But anyhow, you know, we'll have the watch party at Stadium Swim and at Bar Canada. We'll have the volume on the Knights and probably every other venue will have the volume on the Lakers and Golden State. Yeah, I heard that there's a lot of people that came from Edmonton to try and get a ticket to the Knights game, game two in particular thinking that the game two would be played tonight and they booked their hotels yeah. and they booked their flights. Yeah. And then the NHL pushed it back a day. A lot of very upset Canadians, Mike. Well, I'm sure because we all assumed, we all assume what the pattern was, mm-hmm. you know, it was Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, you know, and, yeah. and, and we hated it. It's bad for us because this would have been great tonight. And now it's going up between the Kentucky Derby's just ending and then you have the Canelo fight later. It, 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 it's probably cost us mid five figures in revenue, them moving that game. It's bad, 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 bad. But been perfect tonight at 630. Uh, Major League Baseball will finish up on the Kentucky Derby. Want to pick your brain on that, get your thoughts. It looks as though it's going to be a fast track after there was a threat of rain earlier in the week that was supposed to get here for the weekend. But we know what the weather does. It's very inconsistent uh, and it's hard to predict. And it's going to be fast by all accounts, right? Is that what you're hearing? Well, yeah, and I'm looking at these races today, and, I mean, you had to be right there near the lead. There was nobody coming from out of the clouds. So uh, I think that fa- the track will be fast, and it looks very tight, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, inter- yeah, it's a, that's a really good tip to watch how these races are being won. Are they being won by horses on or near the lead, mm-hmm. meaning they break out of the gate, they get there, and they're there at the very end, and horses that normally come from way back in the pack are unable to do so. Uh, normally, the track plays pretty fair on Derby Day, but what's something to watch for Saturday? That More on that in a second. Major League Baseball, Mike, uh, since last time we spoke, uh, what MLB team has caught your attention? Either positive or negative. You know, well, the Dodgers are starting to play a little better. They rallied and had a couple wins. So they're looking, you know, um, I mean, if I told you Clayton Kershaw had as many wins as the A's in the month of, of April, what, what, what would have been the number on that? But uh, yeah, really, right. Uh, yeah. And Urias hasn't really been great. senegard has been bad. So they're they're around there. So we had a guest on VEASAN yesterday, Will Hill, who's a, who's based out of the East Coast, who won the, the college basketball handicapping contest that Matt Newman's had. But one of his plays that he had, one of his bets he made was Mets to miss the playoffs plus 270, right? And I said, okay, then, you tell me, for this bet, you tell me, outside of the Dodgers and Braves, who are the other four National League playoff teams that are going to get there that aren't the Mets? I, he goes, I can't really answer you that. I'm saying, well, right. when you make that bet, I kind of, I guess you could argue Phillies. Um, you get Harper back. They've got to yeah. get off that Kimball's a closer, though. they got to make that decision quick because he can't yeah. no. And they have enough other arms in their bullpen that I think they can cut bait with him mm-hmm. and still be okay. But uh, the Centrals, any of the, the Cardinals, God, do they look awful. They, they, I, I think they're out of it. I mean, they just. I agree. And I don't think Marmol makes makes it through the season. I don't, I wouldn't think, but I wouldn't think he makes it through Memorial Day if they keep playing like this. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. Um, I look at Pittsburgh. They went to Tampa Bay. They got beat up. I look at Pittsburgh and I just look at the rotation. Can it hold up? Can, can you keep throwing Richie Hill out there? Can Mitch Keller win you fifteen? I don't know if you can, even if you're scoring four and a half, five runs a game. So I don't know. Um, it, it's interesting. I think 
The White Sox all of a sudden win a couple games in a row. You know, it's not that far-fetched that this team, as much as we beat them up and they lost whatever, 10 or 11, that could still win that division. I mean, what are they, six out, seven out? That's not over. Because I bet them at seven Minnesota, and a half to one to win the you could have yeah, found I found the number seven and a half to one, Mike, to win the division two weeks ago and I took it. Yeah, you can get that. You can you could have got them at 35 to one to win the American League. I mean, that division, Minnesota and Cleveland are okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're not okay. you're not gonna run away and hide. So the White Sox become interesting if they figure it out. I mean, they're chanting sell the team every night in the <laughs> and and maybe maybe yeah. they just got to rock bottom, but you look at the names, they're supposed to be better. Um, so some my friend texted me today. He said, if I gave you five hundred dollars and said, Go bet it on a team to win the World Series today, you got to make the bet today. Who would you bet it on? I said, I guess I'd take the Braves because to too. me they're the most likely. They're the most likely mm-hmm. team to win it in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um Minter hasn't been great at the back. I think they need to shore up the back end of the bullpen a little bit, but to me, they, I, I said this before the year, I just think they're the best team. They're the deepest team, the deepest rotation. Now, I'll go back to what, you, what you, your buddy that bet the Mets and he couldn't come up with the teams. Yeah. If the Phillies are one, I mean, the Padres have to be another one, so, well, you, don't you they? Say Atlanta, well, you say exactly. You say Atlanta, Dodgers, Padres, Phillies. Brewers? Brewers, and then who's the other wild card that's going to be better than the Mets? He said maybe Arizona. I said ah. He said it's it's a. Uh, I mean, I think Cubs, they're a year away. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know, but um, I just think when you say no to the Mets, you've got to find figure out who are the other teams that you think that are going to be ahead of them at the end. Absolutely. One more on baseball. Outside of Atlanta, to me, the National League is extremely mediocre. And you look at the AL East, and every team, even Boston's playing decent baseball, right? Yeah. They're scoring a lot of runs. Baltimore is good. I thought Baltimore would be good. Mm-hmm. I said bet the head-to-head matchup Baltimore more than Boston. I thought I'd have a big lead by now. It's not that big. Every team's above 500. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a really the. I think the Yankees are a little bit in trouble here, playing in such a good division. Well, the Yankees and the Cardinals, both of those teams mired in last place in their respective divisions. The Blue Jays have lost five straight. They're going the wrong way, but they're still 18 up and 14 down. Uh, despite that, your point's well taken. That division is is it's it's impossible. You ready to talk about the Derby? Sure. Where does this rank on your list of yearly sporting events? Is the first Saturday in May one of those ones you circle that uh, – uh, you know that you you know that you're going to be pumped up trying to try, try, figure out who's going to win this thing. No, I, I much prefer the Breeders' Crown, Breeders' do Cup. Yeah, yeah, I do. And, and I mean, I like because the undercards are so good today and tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Friday and mm-hmm. Saturday. Uh, there's a lot of betting out, and even at other tracks, you know, they bring out all their their best races. So it's a good a good racing. But to try the dirt, I mean. It, I love how people get pumped up and they dress up and they have a great time. It's like Super Bowl, right? I mean, it's a social yeah, event and yeah. all that, but yeah. it's tough to have 20 horses and traffic problems. And it, it's a tough handicap to me, but you get a hell of a lot of value because of it. I mean, if you can identify. So I always try to take a price shot every year. I mean, the last horse I took that was a favorite was the horse that got DQ'd, you know, the, the seven horse oh, a couple wow. of years ago. Yeah, you know, at four and a half to one or whatever he went off, in. and I said, mm-hmm. "Oh, geez," you know, and I and I never thought he'd get DQ'd, even watching the replays. I mean, they went to the 
the steward's room and the judge. And I mean, the woman's got a half eaten sandwich there. Which, I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> and then they, and then they took them down. But, uh, um, I always try to find a little bit of a price here because, uh, unless I think a horse is just so heads and above and that, you know, this is a horse that's going to win a triple crown and this is a horse, you mm-hmm. know, I think there's a lot more fun to try to find somebody eight to one or better. There was a five-year period not too long ago that I hated this race because the favorite won every year, and I refused to bet the favorite, and I won't do so uh, again today. In fact, I mean, I think Fortea, you've seen all the social media buzz about this horse all week long. I expected to wake up this morning and hear that he's going to be scratched. I mean, there's a well, lot of buzz really, on the backside. A guy that's close to the people at Churchill that actually is from there um, – told me he's going to be scratched. He said, you know, we all saw him take the bad step. Right. Look, his, his buyer number's not getting any better. I, I'm oh. very unimpressed by the Florida Derby. I just drew a line through him. I didn't even include him in uh, in the exotics. I mean, that's the, that's the stand I'm taking. Uh, I like it. I mean, that's the way you'd have to do it. So give me a couple of price horses that you like before I play my show my cards. I keyed the two, verifying. I you know, verifying. I try to handicap the speed, you know, I try the pace in the race and there's several different, I mean, there's probably four or five horses that can make front. I think he's got the best chance. I know those inside posts are tough, but I don't think there's anything around him going to push him. I think he has a gap here where he can run out there and make the front. Um, and the track was tight today. I think you need to be near the front. I actually uh, had told some people that, that liked him to bet him at the fixed odds because with Forte might be scratched, it's better to bet him at the fixed odds oh, now. Yeah. yeah. Right? If you like a long yep. shot, if you think yep. there's something that might be up with Forte, because everybody's price is going to drop dramatically if he gets if he gets scratched. And I put him so he was 16 to 1 here at Circa right now, verifying. I put him with a couple of the other uh, likely candidates. I put him with uh with the five, tap it, uh tap it trice. Uh and I put him I put him with uh the the uh the 14 and 17 as well uh, i thought about the eight a little bit i might include him with the eight but i i wheeled him up and down in some exactus and uh and a couple 10 cent tries where i went you know one over five over all over all and mm-hmm. five over one over all over all and five over all over one over all if you know if he finishes in the top three i get a, a shot to you know to, to hit a try there yeah, I like the way you're. I like the way you're uh, going about it. I'm with you. I won't bet Forte at all. Um, verifying Jason Luch, who I did a podcast with earlier in the week. Uh, we asked him today on the radio, but just before you came on, I asked him, well, "Who's the horse that you're scared of?" He said, "Verifying." That was the one. That was the first name out of his mouth. Um, I like this. Uh, you know, we did Dick Girardi. You ever hear Dick Girardi, longtime writer, yeah. Philadelphia Daily News? Trent and I had him on Thursday. I said, give me a horse that nobody's talking about that you're going to put on your tickets. He said number seven, reincarnate. He thinks that if it's not verifying in front, it's going to be reincarnate that goes to the front. And he thinks he might get a run for his money. And he's a big price. You said something a minute ago I want to pick up on. Fixed odds versus uh, paramutual wagering. You're offering them both right now. What's kind of uh, what? What do you guys see? Do you see more people interested in betting fixed odds, or do you see more people because they don't understand fixed odds from horses that gravitate to the paramutual pools? What do you see more? In, of? Terms of, in terms of the handle, there will be more money bet on paramutuals. There'll be more people betting fixed, yeah. but the fixed odds betters are five dollar, ten dollar, twenty, and the people betting paramutuals are betting a lot more money, right? That are used yeah. to paramutual. But for novice people. 
Uh, some of them are not comfortable with you make a bet and your horse is seven to two and he closes at, at, at you know, th- at f- five to two. That five which could two, happen yeah. before day if he goes. They yeah. want to bet a ticket like you do at the window. You're getting six, you mm-hmm. get six. Not it closed at four, you get four. You know, so um, it, it's it's simpler and cleaner, the fixed odds for, for the novice better. Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, what about the – I know you said you mentioned number 17, Derma – uh, Derma Sotogate, who's apparently yeah. named after a wrestler, and the guy who owns it is a dermatologist, so that's how Derma uh, is in the name. What do you make of this horse? I think the horse has the ability to be close enough um, that that he can be in the number. Um, you know, he's probably, what, the fourth or fifth choice now? I mean, he's hovering around 9 or 10 to 1. What he goes off at, it'll depend on what happens tomorrow, but – I looked at horses I thought could pass verifying, and he's one of them. I, I agree about reincarnating. When I said there's four or five horses that can make the lead, he's right mm-hmm. there. I had him yep. second, and I'm most likely to have the lead at the quarter. Yeah, uh, of course, the local, there's three lo- Iowa-owned horses. Uh, you're betting on one of them, as am I, Angel of Empire. I love the way this horse is coming into this race. I truly believe, in, and Luchin and Alba, they've had – I think this is their fifth Derby horse. If they include Patio Prado, they had in partnership. This is their best chance by a mile. I mean, it's not even close. He can win, can he, Mike? Oh, yes, he absolutely can win. And I think if Forte scratched, he might go off the favorite. Him or Tapper Trice. They're going to both be like five to one, I think, if Forte scratched, nine to two. And he absolutely can win the race. And I really hope he does for for Iowa and for your guys yeah. there. I mean, it would be such a great story. No, it really would. What's uh, what's Derby weekend like in Las Vegas? Is it an event that people travel to Las Vegas to be part of? Yeah, most hotels will have big parties. They'll have them in a ballroom somewhere. You know, we really have Stadium Swim, the sports book, the 12th floor Detroit ballroom, and Legacy Club. Four very different parties, but I mean, people love it. It's like Super Bowl. I mean, they come there, they don't know anything, but they bring their wives. Women yep. participate, right? That's what I would say yep. about sports, the low participation of women. Mm-hmm. Uh, even that Maddox poker tournament, right? We had 80 players, two women. I mean, you know, oh. it's just the participation of women. It has to be something that they can they interested. Football is one of the things that they can be interested in, right? Yep. The NFL yep. appeals to women, uh, and they're a big part of Super Bowl with the advertising and all that. And Derby Day does because, you know, they get a chance to dress up and – and participate in a social affair and, and, you know, take their shot with their $20 or whatever and try to pick a horse for whatever reason they do and, and get what the most exciting two minutes in sports. You know, I'll give it, I'll give everybody watching this a little piece of advice. If you're ever going to the Derby, um, and you don't have a real good get on the plane early ticket. If you're one of the last, check your luggage because every one of the overhead space has a hat box in it uh, with all the hats yeah. that make their way out to Louisville. Mike, we'll see you in Las, see you in Las Vegas at Circa on uh, Monday. We'll be there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, we're going to end by taking a look at the commercial. This is the tease for Cir- Circa Survivor and Circa Millions. When will we know definitively what the guarantee is and what the rule changes will be? Will we know in a couple of weeks? weeks i think we are going to announce um three weeks from yesterday which would be uh what the 25th um some it might be earlier than that earlier in that week but that weekend leading into memorial day we'll have the rules out and you'll be able to sign up 
Look forward to it. And we'll be back in August and bringing a bunch of people with us. Have a wonderful weekend. Good luck in the Derby. We'll leave you with a look at the Circus Survivor Circa Millions tease. We'll know more about it in three weeks. We'll talk to you next week uh, here uh, on The Hook, part of the Iowa Everywhere Network. We'll see you next time. Hey, Derek, what's the guarantee? Hey, Derek, what's the guarantee? The package is in route. What's the guarantee? Get ready for more millions. Guaranteed. Circa Millions and Circa Survivor will be bigger than ever. Enter in Nevada. Play from anywhere. Go to CircaSports.com for more information. Iowa Everywhere.